Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Pulver's Towing. And today we're going to be joined by Sport Mod driver Eric Larson. We're also going to hear from Scott from Wolf and Sons Yard Service, Corey from Buyer's Engine Service, Scott from Rhino Ag, and our old friend Speed from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty, our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 888-435-2210, or see altenburgconstruction.com. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Celebrating 100 years of family-owned excellence, Pulver Towing will always be there for you. With multiple locations, inexperienced staff, and quality customer service, Pulver Towing has emergency service available 24-7, and they work around the clock to offer towing, recovery, and roadside assistance to our communities. If you need them, call 507-282-3851. That's 507-282-3851. Pulver Towing, the premier towing experts. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small-town service at a small-town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Founded by Jesse Olson in 2004, Medieval Chassis was formed to fulfill a need for better engineered race cars. Medieval Chassis' new state-of-the-art facility has made it a leader in the stock car racing industry and multi-time national champions. The use of a fiber tube laser, CNC tube bender, and flat laser allows Medieval Chassis to engineer and produce a chassis that exceeds all others in performance and adjustability. Find out more today at MedievalChassis.com. Hey, this is Dave from Severson Oil, VP Racing Fuels, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by Sport Mod Driver Number Seven L, Eric Larson. And Eric, let's go back about ten years. You actually had ideas about possibly getting into a sprint car at that time. What sparked those ideas, and why didn't you follow through? When I raced go-karts, I've always wanted to do uh, sprint cars, and uh, I just liked it. You know, they always look cool. 
And then when we were switching over to dirt, I was always looking at the sprint cars to buy one. And then my dad said, no, you roll it, you're done. So we ended up uh, actually going up to Arlington and looking at a few modifieds, and we bought one. So my dad made the ruling, and uh, so that's what we we went to modified. And did you spend most of your kart racing career at Arlington Raceway? Because that's a great training ground for future drivers. It is. I did a lot of years at Arlington. I went over to Atwater. I raced a lot of tracks for go-karts. I kind of traveled everywhere for the go-karts, which was really nice to get a different experience and race a lot of people. What are your favorite memories you take away from the kart racing years? Just being there with my dad and, you know, enjoying it because he enjoyed it just as much as I did. So that's kind of, it was a big team and, you know, it's a big family thing and it was really the best thing for us. I also found a really cool picture of an old four-door, I think it's a Ford, that you (laughs) raced. What is the history behind that car and how did you do with that race car? I was racing go-karts and then my uncle had the car and he's like, you guys can just start racing this, and we just started to went up there and just started racing it up at Raceway Park, and we did that for quite a few years, and we did really good luck, and it was awesome meeting new friends and trying to do something different on the tar. It was a good experience. That sounds like a blast, and it's so sad that Raceway Park is gone because there are so many memories of that racetrack. Yeah, it was a good track, and everybody loved it there. When you made the decision to start running sport mods, what was the reason you went with a sport mod, and what type of chassis did you get to start with? We went with the sport mod because we didn't want to go into the car or get a hobby or a sport compact, so we we were looking at modifieds. We knew we couldn't do a modified, so we were looking at sport mods a little bit in our price range. And then we were up there looking around, and we found one, and it turned out to be a B&B that we bought, and we've had a B&B ever since. Living in Madison Lake, Arlington is less than an hour away. What do you remember about your very first trip to Arlington with your sport mod, and how did that first night turn out? It was a little nervous because I was just nervous. I didn't want to wreck the car or do bad. And actually, once I got in the car out on the track, it just kind of took over, and it, it felt really good. My nerves all kind of left and did pretty good. The other thing as a rookie driver that I always think is you're not only worried about yourself, but you also don't want to take out another competitor because you made a mistake. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is wreck somebody else or their car. I mean, it's it's so easy, and that's the last thing you want anybody wants to do. Tony Rylson and Dalton Majors both talked about the speeds at Arlington Raceway. It is definitely a momentum track, and if you lose that momentum, you fall way behind. Yes, it is. It's a very momentum track, and you really got to keep your momentum up and keep moving. If you start to brake check or for somebody else or you slow down, especially with the crate, it's hard to get back up there against those open motors, so you really got to keep your momentum up. As you mentioned earlier, Arlington Raceway is all about families. The Vosses, the Moriartys, the Johnsons. 
it's a great training ground to build young racers, and they also stay to become seasoned veterans. Yep. It's a big family-oriented. We all help each other at the track. I know I've got some help from other people, and I've definitely helped a a lot of people. And it's just a big family-oriented. Everybody helps each other at the track. So, I mean, we all have our want to win on the track, but we all help each other off the tracks. And when I do see somebody wreck, I see people running from all directions with jacks, tires, tools, anything they can do to help out to get a competitor back out onto the track. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're, like, during the feature and they pull in the pits, I've pulled in there and another racer let me use his tire. Also, another guy pulled in. He went over our trailer because we parked right by pit roll. He grabbed a tire to get back on the track. We all help each other. When you think about the Allen family at Arlington Raceway, Bruce raced way back in the super modified days at Cannon River Speedway, and Bob and Susan have run the track for over 40 years. I can't think of many racetracks around the country that can say that. I don't know if there is any that long. They've been doing it very long, and they know what to do, and they always put on a nice show. Back in St. Peter, that's where my family would always help out at the stands and then also my grandpa kenny used to race over in st peter's so it was all a big family oriented in 2016 you picked up the arlington raceway sport mod track championship to be able to run consistently against that kind of competition is tough run us through that season and how the season went because that championship had to feel really good I think that was really close points, and it came down to, I think, the last night, and it was just just trying to be consistent and trying to be always up on there at the top five and racing. It's a little harder when you got to top points and you got to start 12th, but it's a good track to run. Everybody likes racing there, and it was awesome to get the feeling of winning the track champion there. It feels a good accomplishment. You're always racing against very good drivers. I know for the driver, it probably stinks to have to start 12th, but for the fans in the stands to know that the track champion is back there and he's got to come through the traffic, that's pretty fun to watch from the grandstand. Yeah, sometimes it's nice not to start so far back well. (laughs) Fairmont Raceway, how does that compare to Arlington Raceway, and have you had success there? I've had really good nights there. I've never won at Fairmont yet, but it is a goal of mine. I was close once. I actually had to pull off while I was leading there once. My power steering went away, and it felt like I had a flat tire. And then once I was battling restart, and it put me back in the second, and then I lost it on the restart. But uh, I had some really close calls there. I know I've destroyed one car there, but it's really a nice, fast track, and it's a really good track to race on, too. Speaking of that destroyed car, as my brother would say, if you need two tow trucks to get your car off the track, it's probably not good. And you needed two tow trucks at Fairmont in July of 2015. What the heck happened there? I think on a start, the leaders got in a shuffle there and it piled everybody in turn one and nowhere to go. Everybody smashed up and I think I went down and hit the wall right on turn one there. 
man, and I needed a tow trucks for one for the front and one for the back. Just it was pretty bad. And then I had to come home, get the car ready to go to Saturday for Arlington Raceway. So it was a pretty busy night. You also got your rollover out of the way in 2014. <laughs> yeah. Coming out of turn two, I was trying to avoid a spin out and I spun to avoid him and I took it off the track sideways and I didn't realize how steep it was back there and it's pretty steep. So when I took it off sideways, it rolled over, but it was pretty gentle. So it didn't wreck a whole lot, but I didn't realize how steep it was until you're over there. I've seen a couple cars disappear off the backside of the track and it looks like a long way down. Oh, it is. The Jackson Motorplex IMCA Division Racing Schedule this season. What are your thoughts on those races and growing that schedule in future years? I think it would be a very fun track. They always have a good show on. The track's always nice there. It's a pretty good track and they nice good stands to watch the track. We went down there this year and did pretty good. And it was a nice track to go down there and see everybody. A topic came up when we were talking off the air. When a driver travels out of their normal racing area and tries different tracks, many fans don't realize the investment in fuel, tires, and even a different set of gears for that particular track before you even get there and start racing. Yeah, every track needs different gears for a different track. And with the Sport Mod, we have to have those 9-inch gears, and they're a little bit expensive. i got to try to build up my gear selection to hit some more tracks next year. But just think of uh, your truck to haul it down there. It takes uh, quite a bit of gas and then back. So it's a good experience, but sometimes it's harder on, on lower-budget guys. I know talking to Pat Fagan down at Fast Shafts, it is amazing the amount of gear ratios that he has for all the different size tracks and even in-between ratios for guys that really want to tweak it down and, and get the ultimate power to the ground. Yeah, I wish we got to run a quick change where we could get those ears right in between and they're cheap. That would be nice, but I don't think IMC will allow sport mods. But right now, the A mods can run the quick change and they can go to different gears and it only takes them like uh, three minutes to change gears so that's really nice whereas if i do it by myself on my sport mod it can take up to probably around the 40 minute mark hancock county speedway in Britt, iowa what a great facility for the fans and that black sticky race surface looks like a lot of fun I wish a lot more people got to experience that track or you just the fans were able to go out there and walk around because not everybody realized how banked it is until you're actually on the track. Just as visually experiencing that, you don't see it until you're out on the track how actually banked it is because when you go into even three and four, it's pretty heavily banked and it's a really nice track too. So they got some good specials down there on that track too. Tracks that really seem to struggle this season as far as car count, like Brit and Redwood Speedway. If you had a crystal ball, what do you think are some of the issues with drawing cars to those tracks? Too much competition? Not enough pay? Wrong night of the week? What is it that they just can't get the pits full of cars? 
That's a very good question. I think it's just a combination of everything and just uh, having that support, the track, like a good uh, community or a good uh, the city, everybody's got behind them, whether it be the fair board. Look at Worthington, the fair board took over that, and they're doing excellent. There's just the support behind that track. I think that's what's the key right now. Last weekend, you were at Murray County Speedway in Slayton. What a great place to race. Third in your heat, and you ran well in the feature. Yeah, I made a few adjustments, and uh, we've been getting the car really well. I actually got the lead on the first start, but they threw a caution, and then uh, I just got second all the way. I think a USRA car won it, and he led all the laps, and I finished second to him. So it was a good race. I was a little surprised how I finished, but, you know, I just went down there to have fun, and that's what it's about. Restarts. What are some of the keys to getting a good start and not getting freight trained? Trying to get a very good start and a jump on the person ahead of you without getting called a jump start. I know there's another driver that's been doing very good at it. He gets a very good start, and he can get up there and start passing them. I think that's how he's been winning is just a very good start, but also trying not to wreck the car, trying to squeeze in there, but just trying to get a little jump start ahead of the car in front of you and try to just get a nice good run. When I asked about plans for more fall specials, you mentioned you used up your last few tires at Murray County Speedway last weekend. By the time you reach this time of year, Your racing funds are used up, and it really becomes a rebuilding time for the next season. Yeah, I had a few tires left, and the special at Murray County is usually dry, and you typically spend a lot more, or and you kind of burn up your tires, and I didn't have that much left, so I definitely made use of my last tires. We're able to siphon them for this year, which I got a little bit more tired out of them, but definitely uh, rolled them over and uh, used them all up for Murray County. I know early in the season we heard a lot about the tire issue and people searching for tires. It seems like most people were able to make their tires last. Is this going to give the companies time to get more tires for next season and not be an issue? I sure hope so. I'd like to see if we're going to be allowed to... uh, type the tires for next year it got a little bit more life out of them but just kind of keep a close eye because as soon as you get them hard they don't last very long but just trying to make the tires last and hopefully we can get some more tires for next year so hopefully it won't be too bad and hopefully they can start catching up what is the most memorable victory so far in your career whether it was in karting racing up at raceway park or in your sport mod I think it was the first time winning in the sport mod, just being there with my dad and my family. It was an awesome feeling, and everybody coming down in the victory lane to getting the picture taken, it it wasn't just me, it it was an accomplishment of my whole crew and my family. I mean, it's just not me. It's my whole crew helping out that gets me there, and it's just a big accomplishment for everybody. I know one thing for you, A lot of people this time of the year start getting bummed out. Oh, man, racing season's over. We got five months of winter coming. 
but you're an outdoor kind of guy. It's deer hunting season, and you're going to do some ice fishing. Yep, yep. Ice fishing will be coming, and then also starting on the rebuild for for next year. Speaking of the rebuild, who helps you out in the shop on the car, and who helps you out as far as sponsorship on your car? My daughter helps me a lot of nights out in my garage, and then if I need uh, more help, uh, my uncles will come over and help me. And then usually my uh, both my uncles that uh, help me at the track too, and then, and then my daughter's been coming with me every night, so it's been great. I got the sponsors is uh, Mediacom. My work has been sponsoring me the last few years. I got Dane's Auto Body. I got Steve Sterrett Construction. I got Larson Repair. I think that's it. Not very many too many sponsors. That's one thing I'd like to try to get for a little bit more for next year, so a little bit more help. Maybe I can go to more tracks or see if I can uh, race for maybe even for the state title. (laughs) I'd like to really to do that. Well, Eric, good luck throughout the off-season. Hopefully tracking down a couple new sponsors so you can do that. And good luck getting the car ready for 2022. And look forward to seeing you at Arlington Raceway next year. And thanks for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. Thank you. Race fans, SprintCarStuff.com is your online stop for everything in the sprint car world. From apparel, jewelry, and books to die-cast sprint cars, posters, and gifts, SprintCarStuff.com has everything you need for the sprint car fan on your shopping list. And SprintCarStuff.com is the online site of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, so every purchase on SprintCarStuff.com helps support the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Promote the future of sprint car racing and preserve the past. That's SprintCarStuff.com for all of your sprint car merchandise needs. Buyer's Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Buyer's Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car or street car is little under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme powder coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme powder coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. For over 40 years, winning drivers have relied on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Pro-Grade Full Synthetic Oil and High Performance Lubricants. VP's goal was to develop a best-in-class racing oil that offers world-class cutting-edge technology, enhanced durability and wear protection from the street to the track. VP's got you covered with the next-generation performance. Fast Shafts owner Pat Fagan is a racer himself and has been testing and building drive shafts for himself and teams all over the nation since 1992. 
Fast shaft drive shafts are the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome moly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9-inch forward center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more. Call fast shafts today. Made by racers for racers. 800-622-6617. Do you hear a tap, tap, tap of sticky valves and lifters under your hood? Left untouched, this could cause an expensive repair bill. During normal operation of your engine, gums and varnishes form inside, causing the valves and lifters to stick. Add a can of Justice Brothers engine tune-up and totally eliminate sticky valves and lifters now. Justice Brothers engine tune-up's detergent action cleans the inside of the engine while reducing metal-to-metal friction. Why put up with the embarrassing tapping of sticky valves and lifters? Try a can of Justice Brothers engine tune-up today. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Scott Wolf from Wolf & Sons Yard Service. And Scott, first topic I want to touch on is the drought. Many lawns are extremely dry or completely ruined. What will they have to do to bring those back? First off, they need water. And so this fall is not starting out real well on water. So getting some water down for them is good, and also some patience trees, bushes, shrubs, and especially lawns are built to withstand a drought, but they do go dormant. They stop growing to conserve energy and not die off. But you have to be patient with them. Just like a lot of things, you got to have some patience. Yes, they don't look good. You could have done some things already, like maybe not mowing your lawn, which takes some patience on the people's part because they've got time to mow and maybe shouldn't be mowing because of the heat and it stresses them out. And so if they did mow, sometimes they really could have done some damage, sadly. One of those things that you can do is aeration, which helps in the overseeding department because that aeration opens up the ground, lets air in the ground. It also goes ahead and gives some dirt exposure and some of those holes when you are doing the overseeding right behind it. That allows that grass seed to get into the dirt contact and really helps out. So anytime we do overseeding clean, we always recommend aerating first. Your percentage of getting that grass seed to grow is just huge. The other thing is going ahead and watering. You got to get some water in that soil. We're really deficient in that aspect and it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of rain on the forecast. Now for the stressed trees, is it good to get some extra water on them this time of year, possibly fertilize them so it helps them to get started again in the spring? Yeah, I would be hesitant possibly on the fertilizing of them going into the fall because you don't know what winter will bring. But anytime you plant a new tree, a new shrub, or even the old ones, I mean the old ones have good root systems, so they normally don't die out from lack of water if they're two, three years old already. But you're not going to hurt them if you water them because you're not going to water them too much right now unless you turn that garden hose on and go on vacation. So I guess what I would say is is giving them some water is a great idea. I know that when I go to the nursery and I plant trees this time of year, which is a great time to do it, because of the low stress factor from the heat and the watering, they say that I should water that tree right up until freeze up and let the water be in the soil and completely saturate it. Because that tree, while it goes to sleep, Earlier in the spring when the frost goes out and later in the fall, it keeps drinking water even if the top one or two inches of ground is frozen 
and we're getting a rainstorm. So I like to water them in and it's unbelievable how much they drink in a day. So giving them 20, 30, 40 gallons that one shot and then doing it a week later is not unhealthy for that tree and absolutely is beneficial, especially if it's a new tree. The Asian beetles seemed extremely bad this season. I think you sprayed our house three times this year. Trees that have beetle damage, are there things you can do to try to save them? The biggest thing is is early detection on when they are hatching the following year. So as far as doing anything right now, some plant food and water is huge. The reason the Asian beetles end up killing the tree is because they eat all the foliage during the summer and then the tree isn't able to grow and sustain food because it doesn't have any leaves on it. So the biggest thing is is getting those Asian beetles early in the year and not allowing them to do damage to the tree foliage. So if your trees don't have that or really got eaten up, making sure that they've got some water and maybe a little bit of plant food is a very good idea this fall. But next year, really making sure you watch those trees because they say the tree will normally sustain that damage for one to two years. But by the third year, it just hasn't had its food up and down from the top canopy to the root system for such a sustained period, like three years in a row, that there's a good chance those beetles can kill off that tree. Is fall a good time to lay sod and why? Well, it's cooler, so the sod isn't near as stressed. Your dirt work is normally able to be done a lot easier because you're not getting rain in the fall. And you're also not out on the golf course, (laughs) so you've got time personally at home. Now is also a great time to prune those overgrown bushes. I like doing it now, and actually even earlier than this. We get a lot of calls to go shrub trimming right after Labor Day weekend, and by that time, normally, the intense heat has broken. A lot of your flowering and blooming is done, and so you're not worried about cutting that off the shrubs or anything of that nature. So shaping them and trimming them right now is perfectly fine. I have also been told if you are looking at adding new trees or shrubs in the fall it's a great time to plant and you talked about if you do just make sure they're watered in well but fall's a great time to do it because the ground's harder you can get to places where maybe earlier in the year or in the spring it's not going to be good yeah if you're looking for a time frame on what ground is wet or what ground is dry perfect time of year to do that as well as on the shrubs To be honest, you might be getting them at a good clearance price because some of the nurseries or the grocery stores are clearing them out. And the best thing is, is that they're not stressed out because of the heat and the direct sunshine. Biggest thing though, Clayne, you got to remember is we all need water, whether it's you, me, or the trees and the shrubs, and you got to remember to water them. But if you are doing that with a garden hose, don't forget this is the time of year that in the morning things are frozen in the evening they're 50 degrees don't forget to unscrew that garden hose from your house and that faucet or else things can go bad for you through mother nature's freezing process all season long i've seen the wolf and sons lawn service dump truck team if any listeners need driveway gravel black dirt or sand hauled you have the equipment yeah we we work with several other gravel pits in the area And whether you have a gravel pit in mind or whether 
you're just looking for material and need a gravel pit that's close to you, we can move material to wherever you're at. And we do quite a few houses in Oatana for builders. We get them material as well as if people call up and say, hey, I put up a shed. I'd like to do the grade around it. Can you get me some dirt? So if you're looking for uh, material for the yard, the yards are hard right now, so we can back across them and not rut it up and make it uneven for you as well. We can get it pretty close to the site. Once winter hits in between snowstorms, your team has time to do tree removal, and winter's a great time to get some of those you want out. We do it early season. We're obviously not near as active as we are in June from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Because we just don't have the daylight. And cutting trees in the dark isn't a real safe occupation by any means. So it's a good time to do it. You can get almost everywhere depending on how much snow there is. So if you're going to plan to wait until January or February, I don't think anybody's going to be happy and it's going to be tough to do and your productivity is definitely a little lower but november is still a good time we normally don't have a ton of snow december's normally a good time up until you know we get two three four inches of snow on the ground then cleanup really becomes an issue the wolf and sons lawn service number 12 driven by johnny parsons the third was great to watch this season and the new mid-american renegade sprint car series was also a fun series to watch thank you for sponsoring him thank you for sponsoring the dirt show and thank you for all you do around the area for all the customers Well, thank you very much for this opportunity to be on the show and talk with you and kind of promote ourselves. So I really appreciate that. And I'm glad that the voices get out to so many of those racing fans that enjoy the night lights on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Have a good one, Clay. Rhino Ag Equipment is used in agriculture, commercial, or industrial mowing applications, landscape preparation, roadside maintenance, and many other farm and ranch applications. With 0% financing for 48 months for qualified buyers, now is the time to take home a Rhino. Find a Rhino Ag dealer near you at rhinoag.com. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foamcraft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. One of our brand new items, we're very excited to unleash our new 3D printed plastic trickery to our line. First part in that line is our new race receiver mounts. They're available for the Fusion or Element. You can tie strap them to a roll bar, or we have a flat mount that you can pop rivet to your interior tin or the side of your helmet, or you can Velcro it. One of the nice features of having it on your helmet, instead of being on your seatbelts or to a tube, is you can get out in a hurry and not have to worry about where your race fever is or being tied down to your belts or tied down to a tube. It's real nice to have it on the side of your helmet so you can get out of the car very fast. Check us out online at weirdsmachine.com. Thank you. 
you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Corey at Byers Engine Service in Rochester and sitting in the dyno room as always, and this time of year, you look on Facebook, you see all these drivers tearing all the body panels off the cars, getting down to the bare chassis, yanking the motors out, and when you want to get that engine rebuilt for the 2022 season, I want to ask you, when you have an engine on a dyno, I'm sure the first thing you want to make sure is when you first fire it up, nothing catastrophic happens. Then what are you looking for and listening for when that motor's running? Usually when it first starts up, you want to start up, especially with an older style of like flat tap it deal. You want it to start up pretty darn fast, so you want to have your timing roughed in and all that goody-goody stuff. Make sure you got fuel up there. But yeah, otherwise when they first start, you're pretty much spend most of the time watching oil pressure and just listening for anything that sounds funny. I'll usually go back and forth a few times during break-in and old school screwdriver on the valve cover trick just to make sure all the valve trains sound in the same. We have O2 sensors and EGTs on it so we can kind of tell if you can't hear it because it does get a little loud. So if you can't tell a, if it's a mild misfire, some of that stuff will show up on the deal. So yeah, we're basically just making sure everything's right and that oil's not, of course, running out or anything like that. Just kind of making sure everything sounds right and is running right before we really put it to the workout. This time of year, as farmers finish up field work and get equipment into the shops for the winter, what types of ag machine work do you typically see brought into the shop this time of the season? This time of the year, we'll start seeing more and more, uh, uh, most of the time we'll see diesel head work, resurfacing, uh, valve jobs, stuff like that. We don't see a whole lot of block work anymore, but when we do, it'll be redoing counterbores in the bottoms of the cylinder block sleeves if they're a wet sleeve block, stuff like that. In the showroom here at Byers Engines, you also stock many of the major brands. Over your many years, I'm sure you know what customers want on the shelves when they walk in the door. Yeah, we've thinned out a lot of stuff over the years because it kind of hung there and after the internet and everybody getting anything that way. So we don't carry some of the suspension stuff. We used to carry a bunch of suspension stuff when I started and, and we worked here for the longest time. Jim used to do the track. He used to be a, to have a track truck and do all that stuff. Now we carry lots of engine stuff and, and lots of basic car stuff you need for plumbing, you know, the fittings, hoses, plug wires, plugs, all the racing stuff there. Pretty much any of the basic performance stuff you need for the engine. Otherwise, if we don't have it, usually I can get it within a day or two from many of the major manufacturers. With current situation, sometimes those things are a little bit difficult to find, but that seems to be the way it's going. What does nitrous oxide do to an engine? It's basically a uh, coolant. Nitrous isn't flammable on its own. Sprayed in there with basically a meter jet, sprays into the engine with a meter jet of nitrous, basically gas, and more fuel. You're using actual more fuel that you're spraying with the nitrous is where you get your more power. Your nitrous is super cooling the air charge, and that's how you're making a ton, ton more power. Buyer's Engine Service also sells and refills nitrous systems. 
Yes, we do. I've personally been using it for many, many, many years. <laughs> so, yeah. No, not on the dirt. Oval. We'll clear that up. Since this is the dirt show, not on any dirt oval stuff. I do some drag race stuff. But I've heard stories of nitrous bottles falling out of cars before in the past, many, many years ago. But <laughs> You have also built dirt track engines for many Area Hall of Fame racing legends. Also the Herrick family, Neil Eckhart, and Nick Schwabach. Yeah, yeah. We've been very fortunate to meet with, meet up with some very, uh, I would say, you know, sometimes interesting, you know. I would rate a lot of them as friends. They're good good people. Most of the ones that we deal with are really, really down to earth. They're different than you would think. They're just normal guys that like to race. I have also seen many drag race and some really cool high-performance marine engines when I've been in here. And you also drag race yourself so people know you have that knowledge. Yeah, I've been I've drag raced for date myself. It's got to be just out of high school, so around thirty years or something like that, off and on. I did the dirt track thing for with my brother. My brother ran B mod when class first started around here for you know quite a few years. I think you ran a couple track championships, if I remember right. But I've always I've always I never seem to have the spare time time all the pound all those panels out and stuff. I don't know how you get the time to do it. I I barely get time to change the air in my tires. <laughs> You also have experience with sprint car engines and going to be building an engine for Johnny Parsons III. Yeah, we've done some stuff for uh, a few guys that are running that uh, UMS uh, series up there. We've done a few for those guys up there. It's kind of nice. They're basically a super stock or B mod, closer to a B mod motor kind of deal. So we've got quite a bit of experience in in that area. We've done lots of super stock stuff. So, I mean, it's basically a super stock with less compression. so, So, yeah. Model A's to muscle cars, if you need a restoration project or a high-performance muscle car rebuild, Buyer's Engine Service has experience in all types. Yeah, I think, uh, what do we got in here? We got four 25 olds sitting in there. I have a, a guy from Alaska that he had us do an LS9 Nova for, and now we're currently, he wants, we're doing a LS six clone to put in a chevelle but it's going to have a little bit more uh, cubic inch than an ls or factory ls6 that kind of stuff we do some modern engines builds for like pro touring or, or you know the put a modern engine an old car kind of gig uh, so, so yeah we do get to see a ton how can they find out more about buyer's engine service here in rochester you can either give us a call at 507-282-5586 and either talk to me or Jim. Otherwise, we're on the web, buyersengine.com. Swing on. Otherwise, yeah, the address here is 2915 20th Street Southeast. If you want to swing in and we'll give you a walk through and, and go over your project with you, it's easy enough. Corey, this is always my favorite stop in Rochester to see what you guys are working on. And thank you so much for your time and thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy uh, seeing you in here also. Fall is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with a Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filters on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. 
offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Scott from Rhino Ag. And Scott, how long have you been involved with Rhino Ag, and what is your main position at Rhino Ag? Well, I started with the company uh, almost five years ago, and before that, I actually worked on the retail side and sold Rhino Cutters, so I had a a good background of the equipment, which which made it an easy swap and come on board with Rhino. I am the large account sales manager. I spend more time in the field with the retail guy, the end user guy, solving problems, looking at new equipment, uh, getting new stuff up and running and moving. And you are also moving yourself right now. We're talking to you in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, I'm in Mobile, Alabama right now. I left my home state of Mississippi about 6 this morning and Ultimately, by the uh, by tomorrow, I'll be in Fort Myers, Florida. As our area farmers finish up harvest, there are lots of projects to get done before the snowflakes fly. One involves using the flagship product of Rhino Ag, the rear blade, to fix field roads and driveways. Absolutely. That's always one of our go-tos. In my opinion, of course, I'm going to be a little biased, but it's the best in the industry. What makes it that way is its durability. It's easy to handle. It lasts super well. It's just a heavy, durable, good piece of equipment you can always depend on. At the end of the year, you've got to get your ditches ready for winter. You've got to get your roads ready for winter so you have something to come back to. After the ground falls out in y'all's area, for sure, down south, it's more of a mud. It just stays muddy all year long. So if you can catch all those problems, fix them, at the end of harvest, then you don't walk back into it in the springtime when it's time to get back in the field. Another farm project that is always ongoing is fixing or installing fencing. Rhino Ag has a line of post hole diggers. Absolutely. The necessary evil of fixing and mending fences. We have a very wide range from your homeowner guys that just have the small acreage that like to keep it fenced in and want to put something on a smaller tractor all the way up to your guys that are fencing in 500 or a thousand acres and want to do it timely and punch any size hole they want in the ground they can range anywhere from four inches to 36 inches so we've got that post hole digger to fit whatever size tractor that that customer has the equipment you carry at rhino egg I call a landscaper's dream. If you want to invest in equipment that will last for years of hard use, rakes, tillers, pulverizers, plows, discs, and more, you can buy equipment that might even outlast you. 
Absolutely, and most guys do. Your smaller farms and individuals that just have a few acres, nine out of ten times their equipment outlasts them. And also for our bigger stuff, it's all made so durable now that it lasts and lasts as well. And that line breaking into that landscape equipment side is just massive, like you said, going from rakes to drags to pullers to tine hairs to discs, everything you can actually think of to take care of a property. Municipalities right now are looking at their 2022 budgets and making decisions on needed equipment like flexwing mowers and boom mowers. Rhino Ag can help with that. Absolutely. We do it year-round. Every municipality in different states and cities and federally have different budgets that lined up different times of the year. And we're always in the middle of helping those guys out from a five-foot single spindle cutter to a multi-spindle cutter all the way up to our big heavy-duty flex wings that you see running all over the sides of the highways and cutting right-of-ways everywhere. So we do a lot of business and, and help those guys out a lot. Small, medium, or large, ag, commercial, or industrial, Rhino Ag has the mowers and equipment to finish all of your outside jobs. Absolutely. There's just about nothing that we can't touch. If it goes behind a tractor, Rhino Ag currently produces over 160 different attachments to go behind tractors, from cutters to box blades to tillers to post hole diggers. If it's out there and can go behind a tractor, you can just about find it at Rhino. Scott, how can they find out more about Rhino Ag? The easiest way to find any info out about Rhino is go to our website, rhinoag.com want to find a local dealer not a problem there's a dealer locator in there put your zip code in you can go straight to that dealer you can search and surf the website and see all about products what products you're looking for the pto horsepower ratings on there so you can size them up to the tractor you have there's videos pictures and all types of different scenarios to give the customers all different ideas of what they can and can't do, what they may or may not be aware of that they can do with their implement and their tractor. So rhinoag.com is, is probably by far the best place to go. Scott, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show and safe travels. Thank you guys also. Have a great day. Returning home on a November evening, I hit a deer on 35W. Hi, this is Shelly. My first thought was, is everyone okay? My second thought was, oh no, my van. I love my van and rely on it every day. My first call was to Bob at Midwest Collision. He took care of everything from getting my vehicle towed to his shop, providing me with a loaner vehicle, and returning my van back to me in a timely fashion when it was repaired. All with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Accidents happen. If you have had an accident, call Midwest Collision at 332 2434. Welcome back to our special segment here on the Dirt Show brought to you by Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man and Speed. It's always sad when a racing season comes to an end, but you can still continue to cook some great dishes all winter long. And you've got some great recipe books, aprons, and also all of your great products and even gift baskets available. 
You betcha. I'll tell you what, Clean. It is sad to see the racing season come to an end, but I guess, you know, you can start getting things put together and get ready for next year. But, uh, you know, for that favorite cook in your family, why, you can get one of our Cookies Cookbooks. It's got all the recipes in it that you and I have talked about through the season. And we also got some nice black Cookies Sauce Squad aprons and, of course, the Cookies Gift Pack that make nice little gifts just either at Christmas time or just as kind of a thank you for them. And they're all like in the approximate range of $15 a piece. And if you want the cookbook or the apron autographed, all you got to do is mention when you order it that you like it autographed and there's no charge for it. I'll be more than happy to autograph it for all the loyal listeners and racers out there. So get ready for the holidays and you can just go to our website, cookiebbq.com. Everything is right on our website and just make a note when you order it there that you like it autographed or you can just shoot me an email with what you want and that you want it autographed and then I'll shoot an email back to you and get your credit card information and we'll handle it that way. But but either way, well, I just want to say a big thanks again for all the support throughout the year from all the listeners and racers out there. And good luck and happy holidays. And stay tuned for Clayton and I next year when we'll be full of more Dirt Show. Speed, I also want to thank you for all of the support Cookies gives to the racetracks. I see your banners up in the infield at so many tracks and also all the concession stands that carry your products it is really great to see well have a good one clean and stay in touch my friend i certainly will talk to you next season you betcha at land pros our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales live land auctions and online land auctions across the midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres at land pros you get a team of land professionals going to work for you we pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results if you're thinking of buying or selling contact land pros agent jj wise at 641-420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Welcome to the Dirt Pack segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. At Mason City Motor Speedway in Mason City, Iowa, last Saturday afternoon, October 16th, in the USRA B-Mods, Josh Roney over Noah Grinstead, in the Modifieds, Dustin Sorensen over Josh Angst, in the Hobby Stocks, Dylan Clinton over Riley Crimes, in the Stock Cars, Blake Adams, over Craig Burhow in the Tuners, Brad Stahl over Max Heimbush, and in the Outlaw Mini Mods, Camden Hagar over Nathan Kilwine. Last Sunday afternoon was the end of their two-day special in the USRA B-Mods, Ben Maudry over Brandon Maitland, in the Modifieds, Josh Angst over Rodney Sanders, in the Hobby Stocks, Dustin Galbranson over Carter Coop, in the Stock Cars, Bill Crimes over Brady Link, in the Tuners, Max Heimbush over Devin Jones, and any outlaw mini mods, Ben Krause over Troy Erke. Don't forget, Saturday, October 23rd is the outlaw mini mod shootout at Mason City Motor Speedway and also the finale for the topless nationals at Ogilvy Raceway. They were also racing at Batesville Motor Speedway, the World IMCA Stock Car Championship. $50,000 to win, going to Benji LaCrosse from Green Bay, Wisconsin, followed by Peyton Taylor. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.